1: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.
2: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The following
3: podcast contains violent scenes, hard drug use, scenes of a sexual nature and flashing images. Now, there's none of that. It does, however, feature strong language. So if you're listening with small children, kindly tell them to... <laughs> The dickheads. You're listening to the Scarf Bacaroa War. For county fans, by county fans.
0: Oh, great flicker by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh
1: what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! i wasted all my life for that!
3: In the kingdom of the blind, it said the one eyed man is king, and in the kingdom of the bland, it's nine o'clock on ITV. In the kingdom of podcasts for county fans, for county fans by county fans, however, this is a Scarf Bagara war. Joining me, Nick Lee, hello. Automatic doors don't open for him, it's Rush Johnson. Hello. Hello, mate, you alright? Yeah, not bad. Good, good stuff. He does Del Boy impressions with his Corgi registered friends. It's Dave Long. You right, Dave?
2: Not bad, mate. Not bad.
3: Good, good. So we're all good chaps, yeah?
2: All right. splendid. How are you, Nick? How are you? That's well, I was just
3: going to say I'm fine. Thank you. I'm feeling very old today, Ross. I'm, I'm assuming neither of you watched the Brit Awards last night. I mean, why would no. you? Why would you? There's a big match on, which we'll come to later. And Ross, I'd imagine you were watching the first half of the other match that was on BT at six. Uh, if not, you were. <laughs> if not, you were very quick to inform me that they were losing. But for the uninformed, there's this singer all the kids like called Dua Lipa, and for years I'd see all the youngsters going on about Dua Lipa this, Dua Lipa that. I thought it was a beer. I didn't realise it was a person. I thought it was a beer like dual IPA. So, <laughs> so I spent like the last six years thinking, oh, it's it's good that younger people are getting into craft ales and stuff. <laughs> and, I, I, and then I what caught the Brit Awards on catch up and yeah, mind blow. I'm so old. Russ, what forgot tonight, mate?
2: We've got the usual uh, review, preview stuff, so we'll cover Dag- uh, Dagenham Redbridge uh, this week because uh, we didn't play on Saturday, um, and then we'll look ahead to Talkie on Sunday, live on on the telly box. Um, we'll be discussing fans back in the ground, a new app that we're getting into called Fan Hub. you may have heard of it, uh, and then we've got a bit at the end about uh, some mental health issues that we want to cover. Um, so yeah, run titles.
0: I and mean, when you're a massive narcissist and a bit pompous like me then um, you know it also helps as well. I'm fully on board, I'm a I'm a brand bitch now. Really. I mean you know like people are trying to out
3: poppy each other.
0: It smelt like egg and tasted like cider. I've even shouted at ball boys. That's a type of mad arcery that I can't get behind.
2: I've learnt that Dave wasn't of to the move to, to get us away from Edgley Park.
0: We, we couldn't afford an engraved carriage clock for you, so here's that That bird yeah. from the Cheedle End full of bird yeah. shit.
2: In a week where we found out the Abbas giant was discovered to be Anglo-Saxon,
0: albeit with a potentially Victorian cock and balls, we watched a lot of great county on the telly.
2: Okay, so you didn't know who Dua Lipa was. Is that is that because like these days, font and and the font sizes are so close together that it just looked like it just looked like one one name.
3: That's it. It's, it's the age of weird fonts and trendy logos, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So I, I just I'm, always thought it was an ale. I'm totally with you because whenever I watch um, any music channel and and the name of the artist comes up, it looks like it looks like a rack of Scrabble. Us, yeah. it, you know that yeah. You're
3: yeah. A- <laughs> <laughs> I mean th- there's a rapper there's a rapper called Dave that's not a rapper name like rap- rappers are meant to be called like Snoop Diddly Dog and stuff like that <laughs> D- Dave's a, th- a plumber
0: What the fucks wrong with Dave well, <laughs>
3: yeah, i mean I, 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 lo- I love you mate i love you like a brother but you know if if i want someone writing a rap for me i'm not going to ask you i'd i'd, ra- I'd ask you to, to sort me tap my leaky taps out but well, I wouldn't be asking you to do a rap for me. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. I mean, if I'm wrong, feel free to come at me with a rap. You know, I've got I've got no else on, so just just send it me and I'll I'll have a look. A, <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I am a writer, you know. <laughs>
3: well, ne- ne- I think uh, next next blog you do, you should uh, deliver it in the form of a rap. We'll put a nice yeah. behind it. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes we'll, we'll see if we can do it on the pitch at half time or something
0: get you two beatboxing with <laughs> me yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll lay
2: down a funky bass line or something just cats and boots in it that's what my lad does yeah yeah this is v- very urban um... anyway <laughs> should, we, uh, should we talk about the football might as well really. might. Should, we t- should we talk about the togger um so, uh Dagnam and Redbridge won all. They were good, weren't they? They were very good.
0: It's typical, isn't it? Yeah. I've not been on here for a couple of weeks. Well, two or three weeks. And I've been listening to you two going not commentating on these wonderful eight nil wins where, you know, the Ben and the defence are playing Monopoly in the, in the penalty area. There's fuck all to do. And the game before I'm back on was one that we don't bloody win. So thanks.
2: I don't really know what to say. I can't. I can't really apologise because it's not our fault, is it? <laughs> and I wasn't expecting you to.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they they were good. They were good. Um, I just felt that we didn't do ourselves justice.
3: Yeah for me it seemed like the sec- second half it just took us too long to get going we they they dominated for the majority of the second half for me and we just we just didn't seem to have any reply to it for a while.
0: Yeah yeah I, I agree I agree with that um we didn't impose ourselves on the game as much as we should have done um considering what was at stake and the foundation we've built over the last couple of months of <clears throat> excuse me especially Great solid defence, you know, good in both penalty areas. Really, um, we just didn't play to our potential last night, and we allowed them to dictate the game. And they were, fought, well, they were unfortunate not to not to
2: win last night. Yeah, what Dagenham were unfortunate not to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'll go with that. I think I, I kind of agree with uh, what Rusk said in his in his post match interview, which was it could have gone either way in the end.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think the chances yeah. they created were better. I, th- I think they made Ben work more than we made their keeper work. Yeah, in terms of clear cut you know. chances. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. But they, they, for, for me, the, the parts of their in phases of, of the game yesterday, they were the best team in those phases that I've, that we've seen at Edgley Park this season, and probably away as well. Yeah. Sutton, the Sutton game at home, um, and we'll, you know, we'll come on to probably title chances soon, but the Sutton game at home, Sutton weren't as good as Dagenham and Redbridge were last night in, in the 20-25 minute spell that they had in the second half. Yeah. I don't think right. West Ham were, to be honest. No, no you're right,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to point out West Ham, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just,
0: I just expected a better performance. We just lacked a little bit of energy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just that we've ground out wins this season. You know, most recently, Halifax and Barnet. <laughs> Yeah, where we've come up against difficult teams, even for periods of the uh, Wheelstone game on on the bank holiday, um, we struggled a little bit, and against Kings Lynn at home as well, especially in the first half where they were they were the better side, but we ground out and eventually won those games, and I was expecting a little bit like that last night, um, and we just we just didn't look up for it, yeah. and. and-
3: I don't think I don't think we're being particularly bedwettery or anything to say it. I think it's a compliment, <sighs> if anything, because it's just a sign of how good we're looking and how confident people are in the side that a, a performance that slightly deviates from the form we're in, and yeah, pe- people are disappointed.
2: Yeah, 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 I, I, I can't, I can't be too disappointed. I think over this, over this fifteen games now, isn't it? This yeah. unbeaten run we i don't think we've ever dropped our level of performance well we well, we haven't because we haven't lost we, you know we our our performance has been within a certain sort of range you know we haven't dropped below a, a certain sort of level of performance where teams have overrun us we probably haven't excelled in terms of level of performance where we've absolutely battered a team we've sort of been in in a certain a certain wavelength if you like and i think dagenham in spells yesterday last night they just came and they spiked in terms of what in, in terms of what they were doing. They were the, the, the press was so intense, and when they got it, they kept it, and when yeah. and when they kept it, they moved it around so fast. So I wasn't I wasn't too I was disappointed with the one all obviously, um, but in in the wider context of, of, of what we've been doing, um, I thought I'm, I'm not going to say a, a point well earned because you know we were at home, but um, certainly could have lost it in the end.
3: Yeah. The, the last time I saw a press that intense, Princess Diana died. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
0: <hell. laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: Uh. <laughs> Do you have all these written down somewhere, Nick? Have no, you- no, I,
3: that, <laughs> that, that, that just came out of nowhere. That I've been, I've been as soon as you said intense press, I've just been jumping up and down, ready for a gap.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. you like a like a modern uh, day Bob Monkhouse, yeah. aren't you? I like it. Oh, thanks. I, I,
3: I don't think Bob Monkhouse was n- as near the knuckle as that. I think he was a bit more family friendly. Bob Monkhouse was oh they laughed when I told when they, I told him I'd be a comedian. They're not laughing now. That's Bob Monkhouse. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's what I mean. Modern
2: day, modern day Bob Monkhouse. Oh, like Well, it. yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's the just,
0: match. I was, was just going to say. I think Madden going off was a, a bigger blow than we probably appreciated at the time. Um, yeah, we we did lose a lot of that um, link in the uh, attack in the midfield, um, which he does very very well. And when we were getting the ball in the second half, and it was going forward, it was just wasn't wasn't sticking and coming straight back.
3: It'd be interesting to see what you two think about Madden now, because if if he is struggling with a knock, do you think it's realistic that we could just leave him out with a regular season now? And then have him fully fit for the playoffs.
0: See, third isn't nailed on yet. That's, that's
3: it, that's it, that's, that's, that's my worry.
0: Yeah. So I think if he's you know, if he's fit enough to play, then he plays for me. Um, and then and then he, you've got
3: options to bring off the bench at sixty minutes or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um it still needs to be, you know, full
2: steam ahead, strongest seam and all that. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, but yeah, you look at the bench as well, the benches that he's picking. They're so strong, aren't they? You, you could even um, you could even rotate the bench and rotate the, sort of the some of those fringe players in the in the eleven. Okay. So, I mean, yeah,
3: if, I... Dave Maxwell
2: mentioned it last week.
3: Having I mean, Alex Reid's going for the golden boot mm. uh, to have him coming off the bench, eager to impress and get a goal. And I thought Alex Reid was brilliant last night mm. when he, when he came on. I thought he, he chased everything down. He got in some good positions. We just just couldn't find that finishing touch in the end. But yeah, I, I thought he was brilliant.
2: No, oh, yeah, my great. Yeah, yeah, I was a little disappointed with Bennett when he came on. Um, that he didn't apply himself, maybe as, as well as he should, and, and especially going to Hartlepool, notching what four, or five goals, and you know, including a hat trick.
3: It was a weird um, one with Bennett for me because I'd have brought him on about ten minutes earlier, and but he seemed to be playing out on the left wing
2: rather than as an outlet up top. Yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? I, I, I didn't really understand that. Um, but it's interesting. I had um, uh, via the TSBW uh, Twitter account. I had a bit of a bit of a tweet conversation with his mum. As it turned out, I don't know if you saw that. Oh yes, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And she, and she said, "Well, he, he can't really apply himself if he's not starting. You know, if he's just coming off the bench." Which I get. I do get that. But you've got to look at who's ahead of him. Oh yeah, you know? and, I f- and I think yeah. we finished the game. I think we finished the game, didn't we? With three strikers and newbie. Yeah, 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 we did, yeah. And John Rooney. So, you know, you he just got to look at, you know, the you know the, the, the wider sort of uh, situation. Right, so man of the match was the debutant,
3: Ryan Rydell. What did we think of him?
2: Really impressed. Yeah, I think
3: yeah, I I Tom, really Tom Walker's yeah. got a fight on now to get back into the team, I think.
2: Yeah, and don't, Ki- don't forget Kitchen as well. Exactly. When he, you know, when, when he comes back. But yeah, I mean, even late on in the match, he was... He was down that wing, and he got a, he, some. His crosses were all, were really good, weren't yeah. they? You, you know, yeah. you no know, sort of whipping far far post crosses. Um Sort of a delight for a centre forward, but obviously he didn't get onto any of them. But they were they were really good.
3: I think there are two positions where I think I think we sorted for those two positions. Even next for next season, even if we're in the league, having I mean, Minahan and Southern Hales on the right, and then Kitchen and Rydell, and then even Walker on the left. Mm. Well, we've got some very good options.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It was, you know, um, it kind of got a little bit lost in the sort of big match intensity. We need to win this, and and all that. That he's actually making his debut, and he yeah. did really well.
3: Yeah, and it was it was a deserved man of the match award as well. I thought.
2: Yeah. Yeah, must be really pleasing, you know, for a, a young player to go. To go to your new club, get your first start. I know he's made sub appearances, but first start and then win man of the match. Yeah, and it's not, it's not. I don't, I don't think there's an element of oh, they're just giving it him because he's young and it's his, it's his debut. He deserved it, didn't he? He absolutely yeah. deserved that man of the match. Yeah,
3: because there, there have been times in the past where we've got absolutely battered at home, and uh, man of the match normally yeah gets given to a youngster making his debut. But yeah, in, in this case, it was well deserved. Yep,
2: yeah, yeah, Can't can't disagree with that, mate. Okay, talkie then on Sunday uh, on the TV. Yeah. So another another Saturday without football for us.
3: Another Saturday of Adam Virgo talking shit about our defence. Did you see what he, Did you see what he said last night after
0: the? No, game? I say no, I didn't see it. I heard he I he said something, but I don't know why.
3: Oh, I, I was throwing stuff at the telly. I was livid. He said. Um, he said, oh, I mentioned Stockport's defence the other week. I got, took a lot of stick on Twitter for it, but I've been proved right. Yeah, it's been proved right by us conceding our first goal in about Fuck three off. years of football.
0: <laughs> Fucking idiot.
2: So, on Sunday then, how do, you, how do you see it playing out? Massive game.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a case of um, cementing that third place now. So, um, better heart the pills results for me. Um, you know, if they, if they win on... Saturday, I think that they will go above us, but a draw will take us back uh, above them on goal difference. So, yeah, yeah, keeping everyone everyone fit, obviously going for the win, but um, just bettering Hart- Hartlepool's results will do for me now.
3: Yeah, Hartlepool have all the shots Saturday afternoon, so that's a game you'd, you'd be expecting them to win. Really, so it's, but yeah, it is important that we we keep up keep up our end of the bargain.
2: Yeah, all shot though—they're one of those teams that could pull a surprise, aren't they? They're not—they're not like really down there, are they? Dead and buried kind of thing. Yeah. So they could—they could do us a favor, I think. I, I don't think Torquay will do what Dagenham did to us. No, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure they've got it in them. So they're probably—they're probably similar to us, where they have been playing within a certain sort of, well, in my opinion, within a certain sort of um, level. Whether they can up that level against us and, and, and come away with three points, I'm gonna say I doubt. I, so.
3: I think we'll beat them and Sutton will go on to win the league, personally. But yeah. I mean they're still Sutton have still got to play Hartlepool at home. And they've got they've got yeah. Barnet away on the last day, who are having something of a resurgence as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched talkie against Bromley, I think most of us did um, yeah. last mm. last week, and I wasn't particularly impressed. I mean, they did a lot of the ball. Um, they, unfortunately, and the probably not not to win, but uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't massively impressed with them.
3: They reminded me of us earlier yeah. earlier, yeah. earlier <laughs> in the season. I think
0: they, they they looked
3: good and everything, but there was just a final something missing. I think. I mean, they had an absolute sitter in the last minute, and he hit it straight at the keeper. Mhm.
0: Yeah. 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 He did. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible though, isn't it? Like being up near the top. If we were like eleventh and nothing to play, this would all be so
2: much more comfortable, wouldn't
3: it? Yeah, people challenge winners, it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, but it depends on your expectation, doesn't it? The expectation that is set. If if we were eleventh, Dave, and we were meant to be top of the league, it wouldn't it would be horrible being eleventh. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, but if we were if we were cannon fodder, then it'd be great being eleventh, wouldn't mm. it? <laughs> but it just, just shows how, how far we've
3: come in a relatively short space of time. Because this time last year, we were a part-time team knocking on the door of promotion, and so we've gone. You yeah. know, in such a short amount of time, we're now a full-time team, and we're starting starting to get a bit uh, bit en- entitled.
2: Yeah, and this is this is why I'm not overly sort of disheartened with a home draw against a very, very good Dagenham and, Red team, uh, Dagenham and Redbridge team. because I mean, it's, it's not fair
3: playing two teams anyway, is it?
2: Well, straight away it's not, is it? I mean, <laughs> fucking hell, come on. But, <laughs> but if you, like you say, that, that that short space of time that, that we've gone from being a part-time team with part-time players in that transition, it's only been, a, what, a year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, t- t- to, to to be overly critical like 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 we see on Twitter uh, and things this is this is why I don't I, I have to switch off and just and just leave it because I just I just don't get it maybe I'm too pragmatic
3: but, but I, I think the people who are getting overly arsy about it they're the people who whose mums still buy their underpants for them
0: so <laughs> so I don't I don't think it's I don't
3: think it's indicative of the the view amongst the wider fan base I think most Right-thinking fans are proud of the run we've been on. They think that the players and the staff have all done well. Yeah, I think I think, I think there's only a minority of people who are very pissed off about it. And then, like like me and Dave, we, th- we think we could have done better. But it's it's just a sign of where we are, now, the fact we're doing, we're doing so well.
0: Yeah, I suppose when you, you know the benchmark is set that high now, isn't it? Mm. Fifteen games unbeaten, and we're scoring for fun and not conceding any. When we get a performance like that. It's a bit of a shock, isn't it?
3: Just wait till next season, where we're top of League Two by 15 points at Christmas, and then we got knocked out of the FA Cup by Charlie. Just you wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's what just just picking up of what you just said though, there, Dave. He said a performance like that. Yeah, I, I don't think we did ourselves justice, like I said before. Um, I agree.
0: Like, we, we played within ourselves a little bit. We didn't play to the best of our ability last night, and that's partly down to Dagenham. Full credit to them because they were the better side, but I think we should have had enough within ourselves to grind that out.
2: Yeah, I uh, I disagree a bit. I th- I think I think they came pl- with with confidence uh, a, a set up and they just they, they were a lot better than us and we we were fortunate not to come away with zero. Um I'm not going to say it's a point game because we we're, we're looking for three at this stage of the season but um but then again, you know, you know what I I'm, I'm like context and all that kind of thing you know where we come from in that short space of time yeah
0: um yeah um, don't don't get me wrong i'm absolutely not knocking where like you say where we've come from in in just over a year when we were getting knobbed at home by Darkin, uh <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and we were dead, hell, yeah, yeah. And we were dead on our feet weren't we it was just dying for this takeover to happen and look where we are now yeah absolutely fantastic and um and Rusk has done a brilliant job um, to to turn things around after a bit of a rocky start. Um, so yeah, absolutely, not knocking the progress we've made. Um, it's just that, like I say, we um, get a performance like that last night where we didn't play to the best of our ability. Uh, it's just just a bit annoying, isn't it? Especially what was at stake as well, where we kind of had to you know carry on winning to to try and win the league and everything.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think there's been yeah. there's been an element of people looking forward to the Torquay game, while whilst forgetting that yeah we had to get we had to beat Dagenham first. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think there's been a lot of that from. No, I'm not saying that's what the players are doing because I, I doubt. I think we've got a very professional setup now, and I think a the, the lot of professional mindset as well. But yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of fans going on. About, oh, let's let's wait outside the ground for the players to come versus Torquay. It's like, well, oh, can we play Dagenham first? <laughs> you no. Know.
2: Yeah, do you know what though? Do you not know, think it's classic county that every time we come we come to these big sort of crescendo matches? You know, like we, when we when we've done it in the past, and loads of people have come in the ground because it's a big crowd. It's seven thousand. Oh yes. Yeah, hmm. you know, we always fall flat on our face. Yeah, and and,
0: and... yeah, Charlie away. Oh, Charlie in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so yeah, it's uh, yeah.
2: I see. I see what you are saying. Um, so. Torquay, then um, predictions for Torquay? I'm going to go for a slim one nil win. Uh,
0: score draw.
3: I'm, I'm going two nil.
0: Which
3: to way count, to, to, to count county? I think I think we'll, we'll get one at the end of the first half and one in the final minute while they're pushing. T4. I, I know I'm one of them who always slags slags off like overly specific predictions. Or, or, you know you know these people. You get you get them outside grounds before Premier League games. Some <laughs> Liverpool, some Liverpool fan and they'll say to him, "Oh, but what do you the score will be?" He'll say, "Oh, uh, two all, Firmino equaliser like right, last minute." It's like bloody hell, mate! You, you're capping your ambition here. You've been asked, asked to say what you think the score will be, and the best the best case scenario for you is getting a last minute equaliser. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still convinced we won't we won't lose another game anyway. I think we'll carry on this unbeaten run to the end of the season now, and hopefully into the playoffs as well.
0: Yeah, it kind of turns your attention to that, doesn't it? Now, because we were kind of had one eye on Sutton slipping up and taking over Torquay and winning the league, and that, and now we've kind of shifted the the focus a little bit, haven't we, over the last sort of twelve hours? And... Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. well, we're on the playoffs. One, one thing I really hope we don't see—we obviously will—because um, of what people are like. We're going to see a lot of people saying, oh, well, we're better off finishing in this position because then we can avoid playing such and such. We saw it at the last World Cup with England and 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 we avoided all the teams we wanted to and still got knocked out in the semifinals by Croatia. So we just need to play our game because on our day, everyone's going to be frightened of us, especially the form we're in now. If we're going into the playoffs on what will be, what, an 18-match-unbeaten run, no one's going to want to play us. So we, sh- we shouldn't be looking at other teams thinking, oh, I don't fancy playing them.
0: Yeah, yeah. As long as... I'm, my only little worry is that we end up fourth and playing away in the semi-final because I don't fancy going to Turkey. Oh, it's
3: absolutely them. crucial that we finish second or third. It yeah, fun, yeah.
0: Um, hmm. But o- but other than that, you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, I'd fancy playing uh, against anybody. And that includes the final as well. Yeah.
3: Which will be at Leicester, if we believe. It seems to be there. Well, it's the worst kept secret in National League history, I think.
0: Yeah, I've also heard Derby as well being mentioned, but either would do, me. I'm quite happy with either what, one. What do I know?
3: Well, quite a lot, Dave, as we've established on the podcast <laughs> in the past. Don't do yourself down,
2: mate. Well, nothing about where you know promotion finals are going to be played. No, no. <laughs> Darby could Darby could do with the money, couldn't they? I'm guessing.
3: Yeah, well, well, we, we could be a division below them next season because there's a chance they might get relegated. There mm-hmm. is, there is. But will they just get relegated to League One, or will it be a full full on right off your foot to the national League, See, yeah.
0: Apparently, John Rooney's brother manages them.
3: Oh <laughs> well, he, he he can't be yeah, that well known because you know, yeah. It can't be, can't be as good as John Rooney, can he? That's for sure. Certainly not. He can't ever have been as good as John Rooney.
2: <laughs> yeah, I nearly jumped in then. Said, well, he's not, he's not, not now, but there you go. Um, okay, fans back in the ground then. So we've had the email. We've had a couple of emails now, haven't we? Um, if you're on the mailing list, I suppose. If yeah. you're not, then you haven't had it. Um, <laughs> uh, plus he's been on Twitter and Facebook and, and, and on the website. So... Fans back in the ground, walking at home next Saturday, 22nd of May, and it's a, it's a lot less than we expected.
0: It's, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Before, before we get on tonight, it's absolutely fantastic news, yeah, because anyone that's followed me um, on Twitter or even on here or anything like that has known that I've been, like everybody else, dying to get back in, like, literally... Just want to get back in. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic news. Um, <clears throat> I've become something of an expert on COVID and infection <laughs> rates and shit like that because I've just been following it so closely over the last six months. So they should just give me the chief medical officer's job.
3: I would love to see you on BBC News twatting, twatting Boris over there <laughs> with, that, with that long pointing thing.
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. So I can't wait. But yeah, it's um, a lot, lot lower than we expected. I mean, it was. It, I think the key, the key words in the terminology used by the government on the the roadmap that they released in February was up to four thousand, and yeah, not necessarily at four thousand. Mm. It's going to be around about two thousand, isn't it?
3: I, I would. Like I think, massive credit to the club for bringing in the ballot system for the, for the hundred tickets that are available. It's something I've wanted us to do for a long time. When we had the issues with FC United and Salford tickets, when there was limited capacity, both mm. of them grounds. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You you were you were seeing people coming out the queue with stacks of tickets and and stuff like yeah. that, which is a bit, especially people you'd never seen at a game before as well.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. it goes on the you know it, a lot of them find their way into touts hands then, um, and yeah. you know they're they're charging the earth and yeah yeah it's that's... probably the fairest way, isn't it? I mean, you can go on about kind of purchase history. Um, well, it'd be nice to see some sort of loyalty
3: scheme in the future that takes that into account, like money spent in the club shop. Yeah, the purchase history, which games have been to home and away and stuff, like yeah. different different category games and everything. I think I think that's the way we'll be going once we're back in the league.
0: Yeah, I think that is absolutely the way to go. There needs to be something firm in place. I mean, while we've not been filling the ground and everything, well, not even close, obviously, over the last sort of decade, then it's not been a problem. But once we're, we're, we're pulling in bigger crowds, then, yeah, I think we're going to need to. But so, with, the, you, you with said, the old purchase history thing, sorry, Russ, um, it's, had I not got a season ticket and they brought that in, then I'd have been at the back of the queue because I just usually walk up and buy mine on the day. So So, there's no no record. I just usually got the ticket office and buy it. So glad they didn't do that. But yeah, like you said, there Nick. Yeah, it's a a great idea, and I think we'll be uh, incorporating a few of those uh, in the future.
2: Yeah. So you're talking about some sort of point system that rewards fans for going to the matches and buying. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll we'll come on to something else based on that (laughs) soon. Um. Yeah, it is fantastic, isn't it? And I'm, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm more excited about watching the match in the ground or just walking around the, uh, uh <laughs> pointing at stuff, <laughs> selfies. Oh yeah, I'll be <laughs> doing plenty of that.
3: Well, I, I was going to say because uh, I'm. As a non-season ticket holder, I'm not holding out much hope of winning in the ballot because I'm going to be against fuck knows how many people. But I, I, th- I think regardless, I'm going to head down to Edgeley. I think and pop for a couple of pints just t- to have that ma- that big match atmosphere again. Yeah. It'll do for me. If I, you know, I, I'm a bit gutted. I probably won't be able to be in the ground, but that's that second best for me. That that'll do me. Just just be able to yeah. have a, have a few pints and and see some mates and what have you. That'll do me. Yeah.
0: yeah, looking forward to that. Like you're saying, just having a, having a pint, just that, that normal routine that we took for granted that we'd all done for years, you know, going for a pint and a bite to eat and something like that and getting in the ground and seeing people that you'd, you know, you'd not, you, you usually see every week and you let yeah. on to and that. And
2: yeah, yeah,
0: I'm just looking forward to
2: that. So yeah, I I'm, I'm sure everybody's excited. I'm sure everybody's excited. I just yeah, just like you say, just can't wait. And it's been what this has been for a lot of us, for most of us, this has been the longest we've been away from Edgeley Park since we started going. Yeah. I mean when you if you think about that, how many years is that? Um Yeah, so, a yeah like, I'm not really thought of really it like
0: that, but yeah, it's like been following um what dirty thirty two years. Mm. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. Never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's usually six weeks, is it, from the end of, end of one season to uh, pre-season friendlies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was
3: saying this to my mum the other day. I think the lo- yeah, the longest I went without going to Edgley Park was fr- from being born to about the age of seven. Mm. And yeah, this this is the longest after that, without a doubt.
2: And what did she say? Fuck off, Nick! we united. She's,
3: she said, "Nick, I, Nick, I don't give a shit." I'm, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about this fucking football. It's like next time they're at the town hall with an open top bus, I'll be there. Alright. That's the only t- that's the only time mum gets involved at county. Ninety seven, promotion parade, she was there, and she was there for the one well, when we won the National League North. That's it. Bloody glory hunter. She? Exactly. Exactly the type of tourist that needs eradicating from our game. Take God that ble- mother.
0: God bless next month. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She she won't have listened this far anyway. She she only gets in touch if I've said said something horrible right at the start. If I say something about halfway in, it gets buried in there. She doesn't listen that far. I don't think anyone does.
0: (laughs) I'm going to stick this bit at the beginning then.
3: (laughs) Yeah, put it on the trailers and everything.
2: So, yeah, 100 people, That's it isn't a lot, is it? And there's, there's probably there's going to be thousands going for that, isn't there? I mean, let's be realistic. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I might just uh, buy a load of scratch cards.
2: Yeah. I'll buy a load of yeah. scratch cards
3: in the hope that I'll win and can buy the club off Mark Stott and therefore have, <laughs> therefore have a seat. I've, I've, got, I've got more chance of doing that. And Then I'll, I'll get Led Zeppelin to reform and play on the pitch at half-time as well.
2: Yeah. So watch, watch this space. Wow, this is I just, I
0: just feel like you know. I just feel a bit gutted for the the, the few people I've spoke to. Um, you know, since COVID started, who aren't season ticket holders that have been dying to get back in and everything, and they were looking forward to the 22nd of May, and it's then I'm probably not going to get in. And
3: well, yeah, we're a bit gutted, Dave, but we're we're just happy that you'll be in, mate.
0: That's that's good. <laughs> I'll, just wait, re- I'll wave at you. <laughs>
3: We're just really happy for you, and in particular your wife, because she'll be free of you for an afternoon. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> stay spare a thought for my missus, we are going to have me sat at home with a long, with a long face, like usual.
2: <laughs> okay. should we move on? Aye. Well, Let's move on. So we've um, recently been tweeting a lot you you, may, you might have seen it and and also on facebook actually about a new app that we're uh, we're partnering with uh called fan hub um it's a new a new thing where fans are being rewarded for for getting involved in the club and 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 getting involved in in sort of the app and and listening to the pod and reading the blog so earlier on today we spoke to harley harley thorn who's part of the fan hub app uh, and asked him what it was about. So, welcome to Harley from the Fan Hub. Uh, as fans know, we've been getting involved in fan hub, re- fan hub recently. So, just wanted to get Harley on to explain a bit about it. Are you okay, Harley?
4: Yeah, yeah, not bad. Thanks you. Yeah, not
2: not so bad, not so bad. Um, so for those that don't know, for our listeners, what is Fan Hub all about?
4: Yeah, so first off, I I must apologize for how long it's taken to get Stockport fans into FanHub. We released the app probably two months ago now, but we've had a few technical issues that have meant that adding support for non-league has been a little bit more tough than we envisaged. Um, However, hopefully you guys are going to sort that out on the pitch sooner rather than later anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) so um, But um, yeah, so in the interim, we have added non-league support to add you guys as content providers to the app and fans can listen and read your content uh, via the app. And long and the short of it is that we will see you rewarded for the content that you create. Uh, the experience is totally free for the fans, so it's ad-free and yeah, it's it's just a, a better experience than you'll find anywhere else, I, I believe.
2: So, in terms of the app, then, what do fans get out of it specifically? Because that's the draw for fans, isn't it? They want to know they're getting something. What makes what makes this like ground checking feature? You know, if we go up to the football league, what makes mm-hmm. that above, you know, say, like the Facebook ground checking?
4: Yeah, totally. So we have this crazy ambition of paying fans to follow their teams because. We think that fans are massively undervalued in the value that they create in the game. So we've been working on this for some time, but coincidentally, during our launch, the importance of fans has really been highlighted across the leagues. With COVID leaving us with empty stadiums and the ridiculous Super League that mm-hmm. that was happening what two weeks ago now or something and was banished, thankfully, because of the power of fans. I think mm-hmm. um, the game has shown time and time again it's forgotten about its most important asset, and I think fans, fans know the importance of themselves to the game, but it seems that the game itself has forgotten it. So you and I both know that when you go to the game, the experience is made much, much better by the fact that other fans are there and the atmospheres and the passion and the rivalries that they, the fans are a key part of the game and create so much value. And we believe we've got a unique way of of capturing that value and giving it back to the fans. So ultimately the the crazy idea we have is that by by getting involved in fanhub, by building the community, by checking in at games, uh fans will be rewarded with a, a token of ownership in FanHub called fanshares. Um and essentially down the line, we hope to make them tradable for cash. So we want to pay fans to follow their teams. Um It's a crazy idea, but we're we're well on our way, and the movement's gathered a lot of momentum so far. Like I say, it's it's probably just we've just dropped it on you guys, any Stockport fans listening, um, and we hope that you can get the full experience next season. But I'm also pleased to say that that if we continue to grow the the community of Stockport fans and other non-league fans, we will continue to try and add those features that we haven't been able to so far. Um, because it's not because we don't value you, it's more because of the data not being available. Mm-hmm. So we're we definitely want to get you guys in.
2: So it's almost like the ambition is a cryptocurrency for fans that where they get rewarded for actually going to the ground and interacting with other fans, interacting with the club, um, mm-hmm. and then can be able to spend that as tradable cash.
4: Mm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a crypto asset and I know that a lot of people that are listening might be a little bit confused as to what cryptocurrencies are. And that's why we tend to to steer clear of it. But all you need to know is that we'll take care of that bit. Our intention is to build an app that will see you earn a share in the business. Essentially, we, we're all about fan ownership and by going to games, by creating content like yourselves, um fans earn a part of the platform and will essentially own it um, and like i said at the start we, we obviously fan of is a business and an app but it's more than that it's a community of fans that are working together on a mission to see fans recognized and rewarded for the contribution to the game because fans deserve it and I'm a bristol rovers fan myself i'd i'd like to think i deserve a bit of recognition as well so so, um yeah i i I urge any fans that, that believe that that fans deserve more and that the game has forgotten about them to to become a part of the community and and we'll do this together
2: brilliant stuff um thanks for your time i don't think i've got anything else to ask unless uh nick or dave have no, no. No, I, I think that's has very, very, well, very,
3: very well covered there, yeah. Yeah, that was,
2: that was a lot succinct than I, than I thought it'd be. Um, okay. Thanks for your time, Harley.
4: You go and enjoy your back walk. Oh, thanks very much. I will, I will. Still uh, time for you to get down to Bristol and join me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, for spending the time.
3: Cheers, mate.
2: Right, cheers, cheers, Harley. Right. So yeah, so that was Harley. Um, what did you think about that? What do you what do you think about the whole idea about this this new app? And we'll explain to the listeners in a minute how it works. But uh, get your views first.
3: I think it's great. I mean, obviously, it's it's still early days for it, but it's it seems it's it's one of them things. You know, if God forbid it doesn't catch on or work out, which I don't think will be the case. I think it is already catching on in a pretty big way. Um, then yeah, no one, no one's lost anything from it.
0: It's. Mm. I, I
3: think. Yeah. It's, it's good to see a lot of our listeners getting involved. I know, I know yeah. a, a few of them, well, a lot of them are still waiting to actually get the full features of the app. But which, as as more golden tickets come, they'll be able to to get involved as well. But yeah, it's very pleasing to see the uptake already.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like the the whole reward thing. You know, re- yeah. rewarding being a fan. Yeah, um, as Harley says, there um, the game's kind of forgotten about us a little bit. Um, and um, we all we all need to feel a
2: little bit of love, don't we? Um, yeah. that, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. For for, for me, it's um, I, th- I just think it's a really modern idea to use the technology that we've got, but that everybody's got at the fingertips, yeah. to reward the fan for actually physically going to the matches. Yeah. Um, and and if it turns into something, you know, um, reward where you can actually spend it. You know that's that's massive, and I know you didn't want to go too much into crypto, and, and I'm not going to either. But that's that's where this is going to end up, I think. And you know, ad like you said, ad free. Um, everything's in one place. You can get involved. I, I quite like the I quite like the idea that you know p- people people check in on Facebook to grounds all over the country. Don't they? you see it on you see it in a county? I don't know, fifty people checking in. Mm. The only people, the only the only people that benefit from that check in, are Facebook.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, when they sell um, your data on. Yeah, exactly, uh, and so exactly they sell it to whoever they want to sell it to in the football world. So, um, wouldn't it be nice to get something back for your check in? Because why, why does why do you check in? You check in what to show your mates,
3: yeah. Like, aha, I'm at actual football, so yeah, exactly. Oh, you see,
2: United mates, yeah. I mean, I check, I check into Groundhopper just to keep up my stats on on the grounds that I've been to and the matches I've been to, fair enough. But with this app, you actually eventually will get rewarded for it, and I just think it's a, fan, a fantastic new idea. Um, so yeah, we've had over 40 county fans have installed the app, so we, we see all these stats. Um, and we've obviously we've we've given out. I think it's now twelve golden tickets. So we don't know when the golden tickets are coming. We just get them handed to us and said, "Right, there's a golden ticket there. Uh, do you want to give it to to a fan?" And this will gradually build up and build up. Um, it's worth it's worth saying that in the app at the moment we are non-league, and as Harley said, we don't get the full features. If we go up to the football league, we'll get more features, and we yes. might even. Sorry, when? Mm, I should that's have, right. yeah. Mr.
3: Pessimist
2: again. (laughs) (laughs) When we go to the football (laughs) league, uh, then there'll be more apps, uh, more, more, um, more of an experience. So, just wanted to cover that. I think it's a really good idea, and and if you haven't already, please do install the app. and, and choose county as your as your club and, and you'll be connected to us. All of our content will be on there in one place. So what we'll start doing eventually over time probably is 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 you know pointing you to the fan hub app to to to, uh, to get your reward for listening to us via the app.
3: And it's also good from uh, I know we've outlined the benefits for the fans and stuff, but it's, it's good for us as content creators. Oh, I felt like such a wanker saying that. It's good. It's, it's
2: good. It's good for us. It's good for, It's good for
3: us. As, uh, it's good for us as content content creators because we can sort of liaise with the pe- people doing the same thing at other clubs, and hopefully it'll improve the content we can do. You know, in, in terms yeah. of podcasts and stuff, we can get other like right, opposition fans on board and stuff. Yeah, so it should, should be to mix things up a bit.
2: Yeah. Content's a bit too close to content for me.
3: Well, we, we are an explicit podcast. We're allowed to say the c-word. We're, yeah. we're we're, we, we're one a podcast.
0: We
2: are. I, we I are. was in trying.
0: I was trying to shoe on the phrase "change agent" in there, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and
2: disrupting the market. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's fan hub. Yeah, get yourself get it installed. Get it on your on your smartphone and choose county, and you will get all of our content in one place. Blog. Um, podcast, a nice, um, a nice non-league or no, national league sort of roundup um, journalist that's, that's putting you know, they've got their feed in there as well. So it's, it's it's all really good. Good stuff. Cool. 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 Okay. Um, let's move on to some, some sad news that we heard uh, within the last week um, about um, a young man called James Dean uh, played for Chorley Charlie, uh, well, a whole host of clubs actually. Um, I, 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 got, I can't even name the clubs. I, I just know he played for Charlie. Um, sadly, took his own life, um, and we just thought we'd mention it and, and sort of reiterate the, sort of the importance of mental health um, around f- football, in particular, really, because that's our game, and we are we are blokes that play footy, or we mm-hmm. we did do to varying levels of, of, of standard, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, really sad story, guys. Um, is there anything you you wanted
3: to sort of say on that? Yes, I, I think um, the clear, clear Blue Skies Twitter account said it a lot better than um, than anything than we I, could than say. I, I than
2: think.
3: I just did. No, than, 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 than any, any kind of tributes we could make. So yeah, a tweet from uh, Clear Blue Skies, which is at County Fanzine on Twitter. Uh, I remember James Dean playing for Chorley in our early spelling in the National League North. Massive ball centre forward, so impressive, and a glimpse at the hard work and blood and guts it takes to make it at that level. Rest in peace, which I think pretty much sums it up. Because I know we all took the piss when we dropped down to that level, but I think that he was one of the first players that a lot of our fans th- saw and thought, "All right, yeah, yeah, th- th- this is this is proper football down here." Yeah,
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah I agree. i mean we we mentioned it on our new year pod. if you cast your mind back we had a brief chat back then and Pete raised the raised the point that you know it had been a bit of a crap year for everybody, and you know please don't please don't suffer in silence you know speak mm. out, ask for help um and a, a lot of you will have seen the article that I shared the uh, the other day and um I'm just gonna re- re- reiterate that really is just that please reach out to us. If you're struggling, if you're listening, yeah, Any, anyone here at the podcast, um, you know, we can all uh, lend an ear and uh, ten minutes to have a chat or whatever. But please,
2: please do speak out. Mm, definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So what we'll do um, is we'll 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 republish a couple of podcasts that we've done. Um, I know Nick, you did one. with brave. Do you want to tell us a bit about that?
3: Yeah, uh, so I essentially uh, got, got talking to this this chap called Paul Hughes in an Arctic Monkeys group on Facebook, because as we all know, Arctic Monkeys are the finest band on the planet at the moment, and yeah, he, he basically set up a an organisation called Brave UK, which was inspired by his struggles with mental health, um, he, it encompasses all sorts of things, football, um, just going out, having a chat, having a walk with other like-minded people. Uh, sometimes people find it hard, find it easier to talk to someone that maybe they don't know that doesn't have any preconceived ideas about them, which I think helps for a lot of people. So it's all, it's all about the type of stuff that a lot of us will be into, so music, football. It's kind of incorporates that. Uh, so I spoke to him a few months back just to just so he could outline what what he does. I'm pleased to see that. Both yourselves and a lot of other county fans have actually started following his page on Facebook. I know he's he's actually taken a couple of months out from social media recently, but he, he just came back on tonight actually, just to say that he's starting things back up again. So there's gonna be loads of events to um, that he's gonna be he's gonna be putting together. I'm hoping I'm gonna be sorting something out with him up here, in either either Manchester or Stockport. So keep an eye out for that but yeah i'll put put the podcast back up but it's yes yeah, i think there's a lot of resources in there that might help a lot of people hopefully even if it helps just one person that that'll do
0: absolutely mm. yeah yeah as i said before um and as i said in my, in my article actually um it just rang a bell then that those types of issues make you withdraw and make you not want to speak to anybody and mm. make you want to shut yourself away um but Tr- you know, try and try and fight that. Try and try and speak to somebody. You know, don't 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 bottle it up. Um, it's very uh, it's easy said done because you know I'm the voice of experience, so I, I really know what it's like. But yeah, please just speak out to anybody. Yeah, yeah, yep,
2: definitely.
3: And to that end, Ross, I believe you're also going to we're going to re-release the, oh, the the Man vs That podcast is up as well, which. Has a lot of mental health content as well, that I think me and you did it, didn't we? Just just in the new year, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, so it, it was the first one after the new year, actually. So, oh no, was it in, was it in between Christmas and New Year? I don't know, but we, yeah, we'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll just sort of republish that. Um, so that was Man v Fat with uh, Conrad and Ben, uh, two two good friends of mine. So we'll republish that because yeah, it really is. You know, if, that, if that's something that's that's playing on your mind, then then do get involved with those guys as yeah. well um good yeah and and we have got been in touch with um another um I would not say charity it's more of a social media movement around men's mental health based in Stockport um which um I, we'll we'll get on at some point um but I'll 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 reveal more about that in 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 sort of the coming the coming weeks yeah okay so we're just about at the end
3: yeah, I think we are, aren't we?
2: I think we are. So, just want to mention the co-op podcast that I did with Pete Towie and Ian Brown. Um, I know you, I know you lads, listen to that. Um, hopefully, get them back on if if they want to come back on. Um, what? How did you? How did you think that first sort of first sort of forty five minutes went?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good to get a bit of an idea of um, what they do and what they're about. Um, people might not necessarily know unless you know kind of you know go out and seek that information yourself it's good to to get that um via the podcast uh, so hopefully yeah, hopefully that's uh, the first of many
3: yeah i, th- I think uh, what what is a tricky time for the co-op particularly identity wise i think it was good to good to hear about what what's going on and what what the plans are so yeah, hopefully it'll become a monthly thing. I know they've got they've got a few board members, so they're all everyone's welcome to come on. So hope, hopefully they'll they'll send some people again
2: next month and we can we can get an update. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you are listening and you're part of the co-op, um it as I said to Pete and Ian, it is an open invitation, so please do encourage uh the board members to to come back on and, and you know this will you can use this as a platform to uh to promote the co op. Um and then we've got Dave's blog, so been pushing that again, so April review, Dave. Aye, yeah,
0: that is uh, out and available um, to, to have a, a good read-through now. Um, Maze is well underway, obviously. Um, so, yeah, check out the website and uh, have a read of that. Um, let me know what you think.
2: Good stuff. Right, is there anything else you want to discuss before we wrap it up? I'm, I'm good. I,
3: I covered it all with uh, the Dua Lipa stuff, to be honest. I'm, I'm just still feeling very old. <laughs> I'll, I'll get over it. It's fine. If
0: you're if you're feeling old and you're what, 30? I'm, th- I'm th- thirty
3: four next month. Thirty
0: four. Yeah, I'm eight years older than you, so I feel ancient. Then yeah.
3: Well, it's coming for us all, mate. <laughs>
0: Hopefully not before the twenty second. Well, no, no. again. <laughs> <get back> <laughs> Said yeah. to, me, says well, to me the other day, can you not get COVID now, please? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, Stop licking people.
2: Stop licking door handles. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, though? I, I, I thought about this the other day. For all those people that won't be making it in, it, it won't be like in the 90s. Say if, say if this happened in the 90s, the only <laughs> way you would get the experience of, of going in is probably... I don't know, Grenada reports if, if they took a camera in and, and showed you mm. or someone took some photos or something. Now you you're gonna get people filming this, aren't you? And just and you're gonna get it almost second cl- as close to second hand as as you, as you possibly could.
0: Yeah. They'll
2: still be streaming it, won't they? So, yes, someone'll be oh yeah, I'm sure it'll be streamed, but you're gonna people'll be doing Facebook live and all sorts of stuff from inside the ground. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, sure. I imagine so.
3: Can we can we have a thing where because obviously there's going to be protocols to adhere to in the ground. So if mm. a, if anyone doesn't adhere to them and gets slung out the ground, can we have a queue of people outside ready to take the place? <laughs> like like waiting list. Out? Yeah, yeah, like a, like a nightclub. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just I'll just stand there having a fag, going, "This is a tune, this mate. Oh, I wish we were in there."
0: <laughs> 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 what when Kenny's playing his Super Sounds of the 70s? Probably. Yeah,
3: when, when Scatman John comes on.
2: Right, fellas, we'll leave it there. I will speak to you next week. Bye. 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 If you like this podcast, Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbegarawar.co.uk It's the 90th minute, all your mates around...